tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And if you've never listened before, uh, this is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme that's given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme, uh, and it usually goes horrible. <laughs> Sometimes. It doesn't usually go horrible. It's fun. Except when I accidentally have to watch the extended director's cut and don't know any better. So there I still you go. can't get over that. And that's okay. That's probably one of my favorite. I, I just started doing this, like, making a poll that I'll probably put up later. Sure. Uh, that's like, hey, pick your favorite episode of the year. What's your favorite episode? Or even your favorite moment or whatever. Right. That is probably, like, I mean, I think we both kind of know what episode people are going to go to as, like, the funniest or the best episode or whatever. Right. But, like, that to me was the best episode of the whole show just because of the the realization that you accidentally watched the the unrated director's cut of a movie and where i just i watched i mean it's still bad but it was like the normal version you watched like the heavy the black version yes mom didn't like this one black but what was what's our theme for this week our theme this week is made the jump yes and who came up with that amazing brilliant so smart theme I mean, I don't know. Me! Oh. I did. I came up with it while we were having dinner at a restaurant. That wasn't very good. And I saw Patrick Dempsey. It was terrible. But, and as I saw Patrick Dempsey on a commercial, made me think of it. That's, that's, seriously, that's what happened. It was the doctor commercial. It was the doctor commercial. Okay, so we were both looking at separate TVs because who makes contact over dinner? Right. Um, (laughs) We were waiting for our dinner. We weren't eating yet. Um, But so we were both looking at separate TVs, and I saw that commercial too. And I was like, there's got to be something in this commercial of a theme we can get of TV. I was like, Doctor, yeah, I TV. came up with it. I yeah. came up with it. I get the credit. Well, I wasn't saying that I came up with it. I was just saying I, I had nothing. I was seeing Patrick Dempsey and Neil Patrick Harris, and I was trying to think, okay, okay, okay. And I mean, it's staring me in the face, but I couldn't figure yeah. it out. So that's where, that's how, honestly, that's how I came up with it. Yeah. So what movie did you watch? This I week? watched Enchanted. Okay, let's talk about it. No. No, come on. Enchanted is a Disney movie from 2007? Yes. Um, starring? Starring Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey yes. and Adina Menzel before she... Okay. She was Adina Menzel in the theater world. Oh, absolutely. Wicked, right? Right, right. But she was not Adina Menzel in... This is going to sound condescending. In the real world. Well, in the TV or films, nobody really no. knew her yet. Yeah. She was not Elsa yet. But he, right. She's now known for being Elsa. She's known for John Travolta saying her name wrong. You know she's, what I mean? Right. She's known for Wicked. People she's know who stuff. she is. She was is. in Glee, too, for a little bit. Really? Yeah. Why? Because she was in Glee. For was, a couple of episodes. Was Glee on the same time as Frozen? Like, that Frozen no. was out? Frozen. No. I don't know when Glee ended. Glee, I've never watched I don't that know. garbage. But Glee was, Glee was um, it's, it's in garbage. between, I think. In between... The, this movie that we you watched, mm-hmm. and then Frozen. Yeah, probably. Because Glee was on for a lot of seasons, but I think Adina Menzel was on the first, mm, like the first no season, idea. but just for a few episodes. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it's her, um, let's see. And she doesn't sing. She doesn't sing. And that's, every every fact you look up about this movie is like, Adina Menzel was super honored that she got this role that has no singing. She got it solely on her acting talent. Good for you. Absolutely. Good for you, Adina Menzel. Um, well, she is a great actress. I really do like her. It's okay. Like a little bit of work. This I've seen sounds this. bad. Okay. I don't feel like she really did anything in this movie. Well, I still like her. And I her think character had actually... no... De- which, her character's development was she's not evil. Right. 
but she didn't like do well, I any. Think she's beautiful. I literally do. I think she's a very beautiful oh, lady. I'm, That's she, yeah, why she, I like her. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the movie starts. Yes. And I was I was watching it last night, and you and I were talking about this. It starts in the animated Disney la 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 world. It doesn't look like Disney. No, it doesn't. Not right at first. But like, it really kind of bothers me how the animation almost looks like these like these these almost Disney. I don't want to say ripoffs because they're not ripoffs. No, but it's just a different. It almost looks more like Anastasia or Swan Princess, where it's this weird. It's not really Don Bluth, because there's this whole, you know what I'm saying? There's Disney, right. there's Don Bluth, and then there's these other movies that aren't Don... Like, Fern Gully, that's not Don Bluth, right? I don't know. But it's this weird, like, it's right. not Disney, but you think it could be Disney, like... Right. And so, there's a couple characters... Like, a lot of the animals look Disney. They look right. very Disney. But, like, Amy Adams' character, Giselle, does uh-huh. not look like a Disney character no, to me. No, she looks like, like, agree with you, like Anastasia or Swan Princess. Also, the... The Queen did not look Disney no. to me at all. You know who did look very Disney? Huh. Was Nathaniel, the little like the little helper of the Queen. Totally did. He looked like a Disney and the, character. And even the prince didn't really look no, Disney they, to me. It was more of that, like you it said. looked like a it it looked like it was being a parody of the stuff that's ripping off Disney. Right. Which which and maybe I, it could have been. Yeah, I've no and I use the term ripping off generally i'm not saying that those movies there's just, no accusations thrown, yeah thrown those here. i personally love those movies i just you grew up with those movies i, I actually really like swamp princess there, i haven't seen it in probably 20 years well guess what christmas is around the corner guess what you're getting <laughs> just kidding i already bought your gifts what did i get i'm not telling you so keep talking <laughs> mom mom uh, mom likes to do a lot of visual stuff that she knows that you guys won't like acknowledge but um, when I start talking about something mom doesn't want to talk about, she shakes her head as if she's like, like something really horrible is happening in front of her. And she's like, no, 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 well, no. And then as one of my students calls it, I have angry eyebrows. You do have angry eyebrows. Which two eyebrows almost become one eyebrow. I have a little boy in my class. <laughs> Does he say that two eyebrows almost become no, one eyebrow? Oh. Uh, he'll just say, Miss Dunn, look at my angry eyebrows. And he squishes them together and it just makes me laugh. And then he laughs too and the angry eyebrows are gone. Yeah, well, all right. So, so then, uh, so then we're introduced to Giselle, and she's yes. singing, and she's flopping around, talking about true love's kiss or whatever. Right, um, I, with animals. Yeah, I really couldn't get past the animation. Like it, it I, we we will probably talk about this part more than the rest of the movie, and okay. this was only the first it, ten minutes. Maybe it ten. may if that. Right. Um. So we're then introduced to the prince, who's James Marsden, who I love. And he's doing something that is never in a Disney movie, and it actually threw me off super hard. What's that? He's hunting a troll. Oh, right. Disney has this... Okay, this is the perfect example. Okay. Disney has dragons very... Like, very limited amount of dragons. Sleeping Beauty. But that's, like, it. Dragons are... Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon is not an animated Disney movie. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Where... Oh, Sleeping Beauty is the like Sword in the Stone. I think there might be a dragon. There's not a dragon in Sword in the Stone. Okay. I just recently rewatched that. Okay, sorry. Um, if there is a dragon, it's Madame Mim who becomes right. a dragon. Ooh, I love her. She's cool. She's great. Oh, you think they'll remake that eventually? Yes. Who you think they're gonna? I don't oh, know. let's go back to our movie. It's gonna be Hannah Bonham Carter. Uh, ooh, she'd be really good at that. Okay. Oof. Let's go. So, uh, but anyway, so the dragons don't really exist. Like, like in right. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this whole like. There's a lot of these. There was that. Oh man, there. I, 
it's not you're gonna say something and it's not this but there was an old movie from like the 90s or early 2000s it was an animated one that's an old movie no no no. but it's like it was like a forgotten okay. all right people totally forget that it actually fits one of our themes it's like an animated one i want to say it stars matt damon and there's a dragon with two heads and it's more based on like this kind of king arthur it's not dragon tales i know that's I know what i was thinking uh, that kids show dragon tales no but it's like i don't remember what it's called but it 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 distinctly stands out as not Disney because it's almost more like in the realism of knights and. I have no idea what movie that is. Neither do I. And it's not How to Train Your Dragon. No, 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 no. It's it's a two D. Cartoon. Yeah, which I am sold on the fact that I'm pretty sure it stars Matt Damon. I'm not sure. I, I don't have to know. look at that. And if somebody's listening and they have any idea what Ruben's talking yeah. about, email us. Let us know because I don't know. I'll probably Google Matt Damon dragon movie. Um, Should I do it right now? If you want. Okay. But you so keep talking. So then, um, so she's singing, and then we get introduced, and then we get introduced to the prince and his his friend Nathaniel. Nathaniel's the only character in this whole sequence that looks Disney. Do you know that actor? Because he was one he's of, in everything. I was gonna say he's, he's one, one of, of those the, that guy. He's one of like the six British actors that exist. Well, there's more than six, but I know. What no, you but mean. like if you looked up any movie that's like from England in the last like a hundred years, he's like you're like oh, he's just in there like in right. the. He's in he's in a lot of Tim Burton stuff. Oh, okay. He's in um, Harry Potter. Oh yeah, he, he is. he's always that guy. Great character actor. Do you know his name? I want to say it's Timothy Sprawl. I feel like I just looked it up, but yeah, I don't I know if that's right. right. Um, I think you're right. So he's in everything. Uh, he's great. He plays that. He sells that character. He does. I mean that that's what I loved about that is he really committed to that character. Um, so then we're okay. So then. Giselle and the prince. What's his name? I don't even remember his name. James Marsden. Edward? Yeah, it's Edward. It's Edward for sure. So Giselle and Prince Edward are going to get married after meeting for a day, and then the Susan Sarandon... That's Susan Sarandon, right? It is Susan Sarandon. She pushes... Uh, did she... Okay, question. Yes. Who's the evil mother, or whatever you want to call it, entangled? Is that also Susan Sarandon, or is that Meryl Streep? That's neither. I can't... Let me, let me look that up. It's neither of those ladies. It's somebody really... Oh, I think... Not it's not Susan Sarandon. No. No. I could have sworn it was Susan Sarandon. Nope. The character's name is Mother Gothel. In, okay. But, so anyway. um, So, since Susan Sarandon pushes her down a hole, and... Okay. This whole sequence of... Oh, not who I thought it was. Who is it? Donna Murphy. Oh, it's not Susan Sarandon. No. Um, it's Donna Murphy. <laughs> Susan Sarandon? Anyway. So she she falls into the hole. Right. It was very Page Master. Yes, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Where it's like, whoa! Like, okay. I'm going to crap on this movie a lot just for that kind of stuff. I did it in Mom Made a Face. I can say crap. I did enjoy this movie. Okay. Like, I I did. But, like, so if if I use, like, oh, it felt like the Page Master. I love Page Master. That's That's, not a bad thing. You have seen that movie. When you were a little boy, over and over and over, you I, and your brother. I love that movie. It's, it's so good. Um, but so, she's like falling down and then like these little dots like pop on her and she becomes a real. And they do this really cool effect of she is on the ground. Like it's like she's on the, and the, the manhole is in front of her on the ground and she's looking through it. Uh-huh. But it's like the gravity switch of like when she crawls through, now she's on top and the right. guy's like, what's going on? And she almost gets hit by a car or whatever. So she's like several run- cars, I think. Yeah, she's like running around trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and then a 
she's like, oh, I'm so confused. And there's like a little person. And she's like, he's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, grumpy. And she's like trying to chase him. Which implies that Disney does not exist in this universe. Because if grumpy... It, it would have been cool. Okay. If the daughter that Patrick Dempsey has is like, she's a real princess. Like Ariel. Or, and it, and it, it kind right. of like, it was like, oh, you know Ariel? And it was like, wait, what? Like, it would right. have been this fun, like, right. almost like in Thor they do that. Where it's like, look at all these mythical characters. No, I haven't seen that. Well, it's like, yeah, we know who Loki is because of Norse mythology. Where this little girl knows who right. Ariel and all these other characters are. Because uh, even later, Giselle references knowing Little Red Riding Hood. Right. And tell, But the story's actually wrong and Red is the bad guy. No Disney Red Riding Hood yet, huh? Nope. I mean, there was Into the Woods, but that's like, that's like a pre-established. Right, that was a play first. Yeah, but it wasn't like Disney said. Let's do this. Let's make our own Red Riding Hood. Right, I don't um, think so, but that would be fun. But anyway, <laughs> that would be fun. I, I would like it. Ah, uh, I mean, they'd have to be good. Okay. It'd probably be Red Riding Hood and Three Little Pigs. They definitely did Three Little Pigs. It well, was they did the cartoon version. Of but the that's Three what I mean. Pigs in the forties. Yeah, but it's, it's so cute. That wolf is what's in my brain. I'm like, they did a wolf something. Yeah, it's yeah. that because it's not the Tex Avery wolf. No. It's the Disney wolf who's got the suspenders, right? The green ones. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, and it's it's not a full length movie. It's just a no. It's like a short movie. It's a, it's a what? It's a snippety movie. It's a <laughs> snippet. It's just a little bit. I do my fingers again. You could call it a short. Or a snippety movie. <laughs> hey. Hey, kids, do you want to go down and see the snippety movie? (laughs) I'm not sure what accent this is or if it's offensive. Well, it's just weird, but anyway. Um, so, so Giselle's running around and she's like trying to figure it out what's going on. And then she meets Patrick Dempsey because she's like, okay, I thought she was going to go into this casino. And I was like, this will be funny. Like, because it's called like the palace casino or whatever right i was like this will be funny because she'll get confused for a worker at the casino no she climbs onto the billboard and is like smacking on the billboard so patrick dempsey and his daughter like take her in and they're like we'll help you well the daughter's like we'll help you and patrick, patrick dempsey's, dempsey's like, like get we'll out of my home for a minute yeah you're kind of weird and then okay i'll help you a little longer and then she falls asleep on the couch or whatever and then he's like okay you can sleep here um i mean he doesn't really say that she just kind of like passes out yeah okay the next morning the funniest see and I'm, i might say this again later but i loved this sequence she's like oh my gosh this place is a mess so what does she do Ugh. she calls out to the animals and what animals respond rats. rats pigeons cockroaches and flies i was dying this whole musical sequence because it was such a good riff on these Disney, like, come help my animal friends. Well, the only animal friends are gross, dirty animals. Yep. And that was so funny. She's singing this whole song about cleaning. Also, pause. Amy Adams does not get enough recognition for being super talented. She is so talented. She is so talented. She needs so much more recognition. She, I, she to me, is definitely... It's weird. I don't want to say under the radar, because... I feel like she's been nominated for an Oscar, if not one. Two. And I think she might have... We have to look that up, but no, she's done so much. She's great. She and needs to be in more. she's drama, and yeah. she's... I don't think she's done anything too recently, but I'm not sure. She was just in Justice League. She's Lois Lane. Oh, see, I didn't watch it. But but that's what I'm saying is... Good. 
I almost think this is going to sound stupid. Lois Lane isn't a big enough part for her. Like, right. in, in it, she's such a good. She could totally hold her own as a superhero. You have to watch Leap Year. I have seen Leap Year. I like that. She's in there. Yeah, that's her. She's, I love her. Yeah. Isn't she? Who's the one in P.S. I Love You? That's Jennifer Garner. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I get Jennifer Garner and Hillary. Sh- isn't that Hillary Swank? I get Jennifer Garner and Hillary Swank mixed up. Oh wait, maybe it is. It's Hillary Swank. It's, yes, because Jennifer Dar- Jennifer Garner. Sorry, I messed up her name. Jennifer Garner did another one, but I can't remember what it was yeah. called. Catch and Release. Same kind know. of a film called Catch and Release. Um, it wasn't good. But anyway, so Amy Adams, phenomenal because every role she's in, she sells it. Yes. Um, she. I don't feel like she overacts or like plays it up. Like she just acts. Like we could do an Amy Adams. We should do oh, an Amy Adams. I would Adams love an Amy episode. Adams episode. Um, because there's some good ones. Well, but so hey, it's Christmas time. Um, but it this reminded me of this thing I was reading. I mean, I've seen so many articles about Muppet Christmas Carol recently because it's like the 25th or 30th. It's a big anniversary for Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Good for you, Muppet Christmas Carol. Love. We watched. I watched it last oh, week with so the little good. boys who babysit. But so Michael Caine, when originally asked, like interviewed about that movie, said, "Hey." I'm going to play this like I'm playing it with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I'm not going to ham it up. I'm not going to be a Muppet. I'm going to play this role. And that's what I feel like Amy Adams did. She, yes, she's like a goofy princess or whatever, but she, she, it didn't feel too hammed up. A little bit to me, but it's but okay that, But I almost felt like well. that was the, yeah, that was the character. Right. Like, it, it wasn't like, boing, look at me, like, right. like flopping around. Like, it was like, if there was that, it's because it matched to the character. Right. But the, I mean, the whole, so the whole song with the, the gross, dirty animals and how, and then when all the cockroaches climbed out of the, uh, the, the bathtub and were cleaning it. That's so gross. It was, um, I had to close my eyes and I'd seen so this movie funny. already. So funny. Now, had you seen this movie oh, yeah. before? Years oh, okay. ago. Probably when it first, well. Yeah. In 2007, yeah. Yeah, well, that was 10 years ago, so you were. 17. 15, 17, sorry. <laughs> I forgot how old you were. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, so then, uh, wait, I just realized something. What? We've, like, I mean, I'm sure people assume because the show is called Kid Tested Mother Approved. Yeah. Have we ever, like, it was, like, it's, like, the whole Theodore and the dog thing. That, I think we mentioned Theodore as a dog in, like, one episode. Right. We said that, I, I'm sure I've called you mom, right? You call me mom all the time. I don't know if I'm, I don't think I've ever consciously been, like, I am son. Mom is mother. Well, I'm the kid. Well, I'm, the I'm the kid, mom. Ruben. Yeah. I'm the mom, Dawn. Yeah, oh, fair. Every uh, week. <laughs> thanks, mom. You're welcome. So anyway, so the song ends. Well, and then the daughter wakes up and she sees this amazing thing of Amy Adams is singing and the animals are all everywhere and they're helping. And yes. she's like, whoa, dad, you got to wake up. You got to see this. But then the song ends <laughs> and there's like a cockroach like posed next to like a pigeon and the pigeon just freaking eats it. Ooh. I laughed. So hard because it's just like, <laughs> and then so then Patrick Dempsey wakes up and just sees his house covered in dirty animals. That's right. And is so and is like, get him out, get him. And the daughter's like picking up two rats, but she's like, what do we do with them? Oh, I know, I'm so grossed out. I'm like, no, don't touch it. It was so funny. Um, so then, at some point, uh, James Marsden also comes to the real world. Yes, because he's looking for her. Uh, and then Nathaniel also comes because he's looking for him. Yes. Like to be like, I'm gonna help him hide. And then the does the chipmunk come with James Marston? I think so. Yes. Yes. Because Nathaniel comes last because the queen's like. You 
gotta go get him. Yeah, I love you. Right, and he's except like, not. <laughs> okay. Um, I loved his whole character development. Yeah. So so oh, and then uh, Giselle doesn't understand how a shower works, and right. and the bird the birds lift up the towel in front of her. That was pretty funny. That was good. Just like a couple of movies I've seen, like that, um, Disney. But <laughs> a naked character get a towel lifted up in front of them. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I was thinking of like Cinderella or something where they were, where she wasn't naked, naked, but you know. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Do you think Cinderella was naked, Mom? No, I don't know. Keep going. Um. So anyway, so then, uh, James Marston shows up. Yes. And they're all he's like fighting a bus or whatever, and then. Yes. Uh, and then later she uh some other stuff happens i really like i mean it's pretty whatever what are you raising your hand time out oh time out yes you forgot the best part of it too what's the best part where she makes her dresses out of the curtains okay and there's like this total dress pattern like, out outline of the curtain. On, on the curtain that was pretty good they even did a callback to it later and i thought we were because like she's wearing another dress and he goes oh another dress and she's like yeah do you like it and i really thought we were gonna get another shot of another we set did. of cur- of another set of curtains it was something on the floor Oh, I see, and I was looking for curtains, so it could have even been a rug that or I just... something, yeah. yeah. It was something, because we saw it again, and, he, and this time, instead of being annoyed, he just smiled. Yeah, he's like, you could buy clothes. Right. Um, but so then, uh, she starts singing the song about, well, how does she know, how does your fiancé know that she loves you, and or you love her, and blah, 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 and she's singing the song, and he's like, people are staring, please stop singing, and he does my favorite thing ever. What does he do? Lives in a musical... And it's like, why is this happening? <laughs> like, like the whole, th- like, she's singing, like, how does she know? And blah, blah, blah. And then, like, this, like, band with, like, a, what are they called? Like, a, that big, is it called a marimbe? I think that big, so. The, the big kettle drum. Like and he's a like, Car- yeah. Caribbean sound? Yeah, and he's, like, going with it. And then Patrick Dempsey just goes, this guy knows that song, too? I've never heard this song in my life. And then they're all, like, going everywhere, and all these people are dancing. And the whole time he's like, what's going on? Right. Like, how it do these, yeah, these really people good. know that? There was, I don't know if it's canceled or just on the back burner, but Disney was doing a movie called Bob the Musical about a guy who lives in a musical world that is like, I that I don't get why you people keep doing this. Oh, that would be interesting to watch. It, I feel like it would get old really quick. Like it's, really it's, quickly. It's a really funny idea. And it, it would have to have something okay. where it, it like, okay, we get the shtick of like a song happens and he's like, I don't, this means nothing to me. Right. Um, it would almost have to be like a high school musical kind of thing where it's like, he's not any of the main kids. He's like the kid in the back that's like supposed to just be like the background. It's like, no, we're background dancers. We don't talk to like foreground, but like that guy's a nerd. Yeah, but he's a foreground nerd. Like, there you go. Um, Hmm. I don't know. We'd have to check it out. But so, but it, it reminded me of that, of this whole, like, I, I don't understand what's going on. Um, I loved that scene too. The music in this movie is really good. Um, it is. It really is. But I mean, it's directed by the guy who did Goofy Movie, and Which I think Goofy Movie has some of the best music yes. in a Disney movie. Even like Lester's Possum Park, which is like thirty seconds long, is my favorite. One of my favorite because it. I can't think about it without laughing. Right. It's uh, a good one. But but so and and this movie has very similar comedy. Yes. Of just kind of like, because I felt like Goofy Movie is kind of a riff on like these dad travel movies but it's it's a it's literally a goofy movie so it's 
some of the stuff is just going to be ridiculous. And the whole Lester's Possum Park is a riff on Disneyland or these things that are a parody or that are a ripoff of Disneyland. And so it's... It's good. But it riffs on itself. Um, So, and then we get, then James, what's his name? Marsden. Marsden. He finds her or whatever. And they kind of like, oh, and they think they're going to, and he starts singing again. Right, and she's just looking at him like... She doesn't respond because she's like, her brain's whatever, and she's thinking about other things. Well, yeah, and I think she realizes that, yeah, it was great the first day, but she's not really... Because she's understanding what love really is. Yes. And what that means. And and what's Patrick Dempsey. And what, yeah, it's Patrick Dempsey. Um, Okay, The, the, the worst part, though, is he's also falling in love with her. Yes. But his fiance did nothing wrong. No. Which... Okay, this is gonna sound bad. I really would have liked if this movie ended with her and Patrick, Dem- uh, her being Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey not getting together, because there's this whole subplot of the daughter being kind of weirded out of having a stepmother because of the, the negativity that stepmom has. Right. And this lady's name is Tremaine, which is the evil stepmother from Cinderella. So it it would have been a really cool like, no, it's okay. Look, stepmoms can be... Because, yes, hypothetically, she does have a stepmom in Giselle. And Giselle is wonderful. And Giselle's wonderful. But it would have been cool to see this lady that doesn't really have any faults. Right. I mean, she has faults because she's a person. But you know what I mean? Right. She's just trying to, like, hey, like, she wants to be that. Yeah, but then she gets her happily ever after, too. I get that. But they totally set up, like, a stepmoms are okay thing, and then it's like, oh... Well, I, I guess they are, but not in the direction that I thought they were going to go. Oh. Um, well, I didn't even but think, no, she I didn't does even think about that. She does get her own happily ever after with James Marston, which is pretty funny. Very funny. Um, cause when, and when she first showed up, I thought she was not Adina Menzel. I thought she was... Who's that? Remember that Fear Box video I showed you with Myla Kunis and Kirsten Bell? Yes. Who's that? Th- she, I thought she was that third lady. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the third lady is. But, but you know who I'm talking her. about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Adina. So then... Um, eventually Susan Sarandon comes to the real world, right? Yep. And she's going to get Giselle and she dresses up as the old lady again. Even, even in like live action, it was, she was creepy. Okay. (laughs) When she's like, bite the apple. And Giselle's like, all right. Susan Sarandon, or this director needs an Oscar for this shot. Close up of Susan Sarandon's face. Okay. She has, like, five teeth. Okay. And her tongue is just going, like, like, and I don't know why that scene is happening. I said that, too, and I was like, why are you doing that? I started laughing. That was a weird, it was weird. I didn't know why she was doing that either. Um, Because I like the idea of somebody offering you food. Yes. And then being like, I think this is a good idea, and looking at them, and then being like, eat the the pizza, Ruben. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't want this pizza. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's not that appetizing. Hi, welcome to Chipotle. Would you like a burrito? Oh, yes, I would like a burrito. Here you go. (laughs) I don't want it anymore. I don't care if I paid $7 for guacamole. Throw it in the trash. I'm done. Um, So she bites the apples. She falls, falls asleep or whatever. So Susan Sarandon makes her fall asleep. And then the whole thing is true love's kiss. So James Marsden tries to kiss her and nothing happens. Well, it wasn't just one time. It was like, I'm like, okay, stop. Well, because he's like, he's legitimately like trying to help, but it's a little weird. Cartoon character, and he really he plays it well because he's really everyone that plays a cartoon character plays it well. The animated versions are like whatever, but when they're in the real world, they're playing it so well. Yeah, like they're they're playing it so good. Um, so yeah, and and it doesn't work, and then. Patrick Dempsey's like, uh, I think I gotta do it. And then the fiance's like, do it. It's cool. 
just it's the right thing to do it's like all right weird but okay <laughs> weird that you're the first one to speak up on this but all right thank you if i have to kiss a beautiful girl okay um wait we totally passed over the divorce subplot um oh we did there's a couple divorce subplots going on right he's a divorce he's a, he's a divorce attorney you're right uh, and he is like dealing with this couple that's getting a divorce yes. and they're fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting every time. And then when Giselle meets him, she's like, you're so beautiful and he's so lucky and he's so great and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they fall back in love. But okay. The whole time that Patrick Dempsey is talking to Giselle about his ex-wife. Yes. He, n- he never explicitly says that she's not dead. No, he says she left us. Right. But she left us can be like, she left us. No. It was she left us. Right. But he, we get that. Right. But we are not cartoon characters that are surprised the concept of divorce exists. Right. The whole time I was like, she thinks she's dead. Oh. She. I didn't see. I didn't think that at all. But just because of what had happened previously right. where divorce was literally a divorce between two people she didn't know was bringing this woman to tears. Right. And then, oh, like, yeah, she's gone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because her reaction was never, oh, you had a divorce. It was like, I'm so sorry. That must be so hard for for your daughter. Yeah, it's hard for all of us because everyone's alive. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Um, also, in this whole thing, there's a couple other Disney references. Um, when he brings Giselle to his office, yes. she's looking at a fish tank Love and that. part of your world. Just the instrumental is playing. That's great. Uh, and who is sitting at the desk as the secretary? Jody Benson, Ariel. See, and I didn't, I didn't put that together until you told me. Um, I love the Jody Benson's this movie. Uh, later, when uh, what's his name, James Marsden finds out the address of where to find Giselle. Yes. He's trying all these doors. Yes. And one of them is a lady with a bunch of kids, and she says, "You're too late." That's Pocahontas. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, That's so and cool. then later, when he's he well earlier, he's in his hotel and he's watching some. Um, some like soap opera. Uh huh. I was I, I showed you the clip. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Is this Beauty and the Beast? And the da na 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 starts, and it's like some random soap opera. But the the lady, that's the lady who played Belle. I'm not sure if that's the guy who. I couldn't find anything that was saying that was Robbie Benson. No relation to Jody Benson. No. Um, but for sure that was Belle. So I thought that was funny. That that it, is cool. If it was too small because I know what Robbie Benson looks like. I've mm-hmm. known of him forever. Um, but it just was too small for me to see. Totally. Because I watched it on my phone. Yeah. Okay. But so, so then at the end, um, uh, what happens? Then they go to the... Oh, they're oh, at they, the ball. They're at the ball. She, and then she falls asleep. Oh, and then the the stepmom shows... Oh, the real... You know, she's a stepmom. She shows up and she's like, blah, 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 blah. And then there's these two old ladies who I thought they were important. They're not. They're not. Because I was like, oh, are they like actors? They're just, they're there for the joke of like, this is so much better than last year's performance. So right. that was funny. Then she turns into a dragon. And Which, love, I love dragons. I do. I absolutely love them. And I thought it was a cool dragon. I mean, I love Susan Sarandon. So She's fabulous. Yeah. We could do a Susan Sarandon episode too. Only if she comes. Well, I don't. Susan Sarandon could be on our podcast. Please come on our podcast, Susan Sarandon. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't think she would, but that's okay. No. We invited her. She's doing a ping pong bar. I don't know what that is. A bar that has a bunch of ping pong tables. Huh. Well, there you go. So. Uh, so then, uh, okay, 
in something that I cannot believe that no one talks about. What? Patrick Dempsey gets ca- captured by the dragon. I know. And she has to go save him. She rescues him. Bum, bum, bum. That was so cool. Like that it. she had the sword and she was swinging it at the dragon. Yes. That was so awesome. And how she really did save him literally at the end. Yeah, she <laughs> literally ended up saving him. Did you just reenact it with only sound effects? <laughs> I did. Was the sword going yeah. in the air? Was the uh, jacket being caught by the sword? And uh, was Pat- Patrick Dempsey hanging? Also, Patrick Dempsey was kind of dressed like Beast. Um. The final ball yeah, scene yeah. with him with, with that yes. blue jacket. Yes, absolutely. Um, but so, no. So I thought that was so cool. But this is totally a forgotten... I think so. No one talks about this movie. No. Which is so funny to me. And the, uh, this is better than Princess and the Frog. But Tiana is like a... She's kind of a forgotten princess. No, too, she's she? one of them. I was trying to think of all my little girls... And watching, you know, wearing their little um, princess shirts. So here's my thing. Okay. When I go to Disney, okay, which I try to do at least once a year, who are the princesses that are just there? Tiana owns New Orleans Square. Oh, that's of her. She does. That's her spot now. Oh, see, I didn't even think about uh, that. Characters that go to New Orleans Square are Tiana. Okay. Uh, I must go, well, Jack Skellington, but that's only in the uh, Halloween time. Halloween to Christmas. Got it. Fall to winter. Uh, and then Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah. Those kind of characters. They're not princesses, but yeah. But I'm just just those right. those characters. Right. Um, where the other princesses are all at the princess place, and where I, but Anna and Elsa are at their own place too. Do they have their own place now? They did. It's like it's it was something else, and then it got turned into come meet Anna and Elsa. It's kind of like what they did with um, with Kylo Ren and all the Star Wars stuff. Come meet all this. What? Why'd you make that face? Well, because what do I always say when you say Kylo? You Red? say he's the guy that killed his daddy. Wait, because he did. He didn't just go like. Ugh. He went. He just, like no, that. He, okay. he literally did. He, okay, but what you're doing with your hands is making a square. He'd not cut a square out of his dad. No, but he didn't just like one. He just stabbed him. Mom. No, he did not. It was like like that. We're gonna watch that again. We will. Um. But he does. No, he doesn't. Because I'm right. No, you're not. Um. But so what they do, actually, this is a little bit side tangent with the Anna and Elsa. There's two Anna and Elsas. Okay. So what it is, it's a hallway. Okay. And for every kid, they turn a wall in the hallway. Yeah. So they can get two kids at once to go see Anna and Elsa. So you go in, we turn the hallway. Then you go in, we turn the hallway. You go in, we turn the hallway. Oh, I want to go do that. That sounds fun. But you don't see the hallway get turned. It's a... No, I just still want to do it. You want to go meet Anna and Elsa? No, I just want to go... I haven't been to Disneyland since I took you for your 21st birthday. Man, that makes me sound cool. (laughs) That you all got with your mom? On my 21st birthday. There you go. Because you are cool. Because your mom's awesome. Um, but, so, then... Okay. Where's uh, Mulan? I would say Mulan is definitely a... Well, I mean, the whole argument is, is Mulan really a princess? Yes. Ooh, sorry, I got really excited never, about that But one. she never becomes a princess. Yes, she does. She wears pretty things in her hair. But she be, well, by that logic, is Wendy a princess? No. And is is Alice a princess? No. Also, I was talking with Alicia about this last night. So Disney bought Fox. Okay. Anastasia belongs to Fox. Yes. While not, she probably will not get retroactively added to the lineup. Right, no. But she's technically a Disney princess. 
Well, now she is, but they won't ever. They will never add it. In. They will never. Just like Storm from the X Men is technically a Disney princess, Princess Leia is technically a Disney princess. Right. But those she, we will never see um, Storm or uh, Anastasia on a Disney princess T-shirt worn by one of my students. See, you, you mentioned those two. I legitimately could see them, including Princess Leia. Uh, maybe. Maybe like the original princess. I don't know something. In the in the, the the buns and the white dress. Maybe. Um. But anyway, so then Enchanted, uh, then it ended. And it was good. Yeah, it was fine. Do you want to rate it? Because I do have a question after you rate. Well, can I ask it first before you rate it? Yeah, what's your question? So I was going to watch it with the little girl that I nanny. She's eight. Mm Mm-hmm. A little scary? I not, thought I thought the really. ending was a little scary. That dragon I thought was I mean, kind of scary. Okay, that's any Disney movie, though. The ending of any Disney movie that's like princesses and, and right. whatever is always scary. But does live action make it more scary? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. A big monster's a big monster. That's true. Like, so. But you, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, I think you're, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Scary is scary whether it's animated or 3D or 2D or 8D or whatever they do. Yeah. Um, all right, well, when we come back... Wait, did you... You didn't rate it! Oh, I didn't rate it. I said I have a question, and then mm, you have yeah, to rate it. Then I ignore it. Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. I say buy it, because, to me, this is similar to Goofy Movie, uh, where it's one of... Like, Goofy Movie is not on Blu-ray. Okay. It Because it just kind of... We forgot about it. Remember Oliver and Company? Remember Dinosaur? Remember these movies that are great but just kind of disappear into the foreverness um right i understand why they can't capitalize on giselle because they have to pay amy adams's whatever every time which i still don't understand because well i get that they would use that a lot because there are tons of i mean i can i'm just seeing Still, rows and rows of like back to school items that have that generic picture of all the princesses on them right and if amy adams is on there that's money that she's going to have to get every single time something is printed. Exactly. Where, yes, I'm sure Harrison Ford makes some money every time a Han Solo something is printed. Or or a Luke Skywalker holding a lightsaber picture is, is on a mug. Lunchbox, yeah, right. on a lunch. He probably makes some money. But you and I were talking about this. I was like, we no, Disney and, Disney and Princesses is marketed the same. And you said, yes, but the characters that they use in the Star Wars marketing are characters like Chewbacca, yep. Darth Vader... Porgs, Stormtrooper, uh, robot, the new robot, BB-8, yeah. characters that aren't people that you have to pay someone's likeness for. Right. It's C- all yeah. Yeah, because that's what we were talking about. So all the most of the little girls in my school are wearing the princesses. Mm-hmm. The boys are wearing Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, Star and Wars or or still Disney, the Marvel. Captain America, Spider. Is it Spider Man? Yeah. Disney too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Spider-Man, technically. Spider Man, Iron Man. But and that Captain that's the America. thing there though too. A lot of those guys are wearing masks. Right. So sure, it can be the Iron Man suit from the movie. Right. But that's not Tony. That's not you know. That's right. not Robert Downey Jr.'s face. So we don't have to pay him money. Right. And all of the little jackets the little boys wear have the the, the half hood, and they all run around. And then it's hard to tell because of course not one, not just one kid has Spider Man or whatever. We got four Spider Mans running around. You can't tell who's who. <laughs> just thought I'd share that. Sorry, totally took your time there. No, I don't care. All right, when we come back, Mom's going to talk about her movie, which was... Okay, I always say the title wrong. So it's either Man in the Moon or Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah. The true life story of Andy Kaufman starring Jim Carrey. (laughs) 
I almost Mark, said Mom's eyes got so big. Yeah, because I couldn't remember his name. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, bye. Bye. back with mom's movie which we both was... just stared at each other i didn't know if i was supposed to talk or you were gonna oh, i wasn't even talking. looking at you oh okay. i was looking at you <laughs> yes so man in the moon on Ugh. man on the moon is my movie starring jim carrey mm-hmm. and danny devito danny devito also produced it mm-hmm. um, danny devito did a lot of behind the scenes uh this in, movie or just in general, general it's something it. that like not a lot of people know because like he's just I think it's, I honestly think we've talked about this before. It's okay. some other movie. I want to say it's Reservoir Dogs. Huh. It might not be, but like, it's just like produced by Danny DeVito. It's like, wait, what? Huh. Like he, he's, he's a big Hollywood in the back. That's where he's doing now. Cause he, he, he had a run of movies. Well, he, stuff. I mean, he's on, it's always sunny and that show only got bigger once he joined it. Oh, okay. Don't know that one at all. It's you would hate it because it's horrible and it's inappropriate oh, you told me and it's about rude. The couch and, yeah. yeah, and Danny DeVito crawls out of a couch naked. But like, so before Danny DeVito, it was yes. really inappropriate, and there was like, you need a moral high ground character. You need a character and that the can... naked man under the couch is the moral high ground so character. So they get Danny DeVito, and they're like, oh no, he's not the moral high ground character. He's gonna be worse than all of us combined. Oof. And the show even blew up because it's like Danny DeVito being this gross, disgusting old man. Who's just, he's Danny DeVito, but he plays right. it so well. So, yeah, no, right. he's great. Um, so this is the story of Andy Kaufman. Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? Well, at the beginning, he goes, you know, this is my movie. It's not right. Some of it's out of order, and some of it's not true. So now this is the true story, and then it's the credits, and he's like, go home. Yeah, So and he stands there for like three minutes. It, well, and, it went, and then it goes black, and then I'm sitting there going, oh, did I break it? Do I have to rent it again? And then all of a sudden, Jim Carrey asks him, peeks around he goes oh hello or something and why then... you're still he the whole time he's almost doing the latka voice yes and then when he kind of peeks back in it's oh you're still here yeah it's the it's the, it's the, the andy regular. voice so i had seen this movie it came out in 99 is that mm-hmm. what we said um i saw this movie when it came out i did not like it i did not get it I thought it was a waste of my money. I remember you being you getting this when I was a child because I specifically remember. Well, because I probably worked at Blockbuster at yeah, the time. But I remember Jim Carrey standing in a wrestling ring, a wrestling ring, and being like down the pike. Um, <laughs> they didn't hear that. They didn't hear that. That was from a different cut. Because um, we had to do it like four times this morning to start. Uh, but uh, it's. I remember Andy Kaufman being right. like, "You're garbage," and seeing Jerry Lawler and being like. Mom, what's Jerry Lawler doing in the ring with Jim Carrey? And you're like, this is a movie. I was like, oh, I'll probably like this when I'm a grown-up. And you did, yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, it's the story. I'm going to talk about it because he really... So now I saw it again, and and I realized he was really ahead of his time, I think, because he was doing stuff that wasn't the norm. No. He was almost... And maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. I would consider him kind of a shock jock that he liked... To turn things around. Yes. He liked to get people. He liked upset, to get a rise out of people. Yeah. yeah. Or have an emotion. He just didn't want them. And that's. So let's go back. So he started out doing kind of stand up. 
um, in his Latka voice, which it wasn't Latka at the time. It was just a voice he was Foreign doing. man is Foreign, what he called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Bob. Zmuda. No, the his agent. George Shapiro. George Shapiro sees him and talks to him after the show, and he continues to keep that character. To keep the character until he says, my name is George. He gives Andy Kaufman the card, and he goes right into Andy Kaufman, who he really was, and says, oh my gosh, you're George Shapiro? And George kind of looks at him and is like, wait a minute, what? All that was just an act. Yes, it was. I would say... 90% of Andy Coffin's life was an act. Yeah, which is sad and interesting at the same it time. It was. So then he he started doing some shows. He started getting popular. SNL. Uh, oh, that's right. SNL, the Mighty Mouse scene. I would love to see the original. It's on Hulu. Okay. Well, I'm going to Because it's, it's in the legitimate first episode of Saturday Night it, Live. Because it was really funny to see Jim Carrey do what I would like to see. So he did that. He did some other shows. His big claim to fame, which he didn't want, yeah. was Latka at Taxi, in Taxi. What I found interesting, too, was some of the original actors came back to do the movie. So Mary Lou Henner was in it. Jeff Conway was in it. Um, your Christopher guy, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd was in it. We were missing Judd Hirsch. We, of course, we were missing Danny DeVito. Judd Hirsch is in it. I didn't see him. Uh, he's in one or two scenes. Oh, wait, okay. I must he, have dismissed it. Uh, no no Tony Danza. Huh. Tony Danza wasn't in it Do either. you know why? No, I don't. Tony Danza and Andy Kaufman did not get along. Oh, but I think that that was Andy Kaufman's whole purpose in life. Was to not was get to, along. I'm going to say something naughty. Was to piss people off. Yeah. He liked to see that. I The person I felt the most sorry for were his mom and dad. Because... Mm. They didn't know. They didn't get it. Well, no. And, and you know, all these emotions. And they're like, why is he doing this? Well, he's doing it just for, uh, just to, you know, get emotions. So he, he did Taxi. He also created this character called Tony Clifton, who... Did he create Tony Clifton? Okay. I mean, he, Tony Clifton's just another guy no, who doesn't like Andy. That, that um, Andy Kaufman and, let's just talk about real, that Andy Kaufman and, and Andy's, Andy's part... Can you call it like his comedy he's, partner? He's a comedy partner. Best, partner. I mean, they were best. I don't know how. And the movie doesn't really go into their backstory. And I'm sure there's books or whatever that goes into their backstory. Right. But they, yeah, their comedy partners, very good friends. Like yeah, best, best friends. Buds. Yeah, I would definitely, you could see that. And I love the actor that plays Bob Smuda. I don't know Paul his Giamatti. name. Paul Giamatti. I love Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah. My favorite one that he was in was the... Um, Big Fat Liar? Yeah, where he turns blue. He's singing some song and he turns Hungry blue. Like the Wolf. I love that one. So anyway... So they create this character together, um, and Andy is going to do Taxi, but Tony Clifton has to do some... It's in his contract that Tony Clifton has to have a guest appearance on an episode. Four guest appearances. <laughs> yeah. And, again, so Andy is him, and it's just, it does not go well. He also uh, has to get his own ABC special, which was a very weird, and ABC refused to show it. Well, because there was the whole thing where... At one point, they were going to do a thing that made it look like your TV was glitching because, out. And he, because he thought that was so funny. And, and I, I liked how he thought. And he had the visual. And he shared it with the guy who was in charge. People are going to get up. People are going to start banging on their TVs. What's wrong with this TV? They're going to get all upset. And it's just part of a gag. And then when they showed it to the executives, what did the guy, what did the guy, guy did, do? He, he literally... What is wrong with this TV? So he did that. Um, and then that... It kind of ended, you know. He 
oh, it got canceled, so he yeah. didn't do it anymore. But then he was always... He was thrilled Taxi got canceled. He was so excited Taxi got... Because he didn't want to do this. This yeah. was not what he wanted to do. Um, and then he and Bob were watching wrestling. You, Andy was always looking for the next thing mm-hmm. to kind of grab onto. This is what he's going to do now. Um, and he created this this where he was this bad guy and i do remember in this time period so so he passed away in 1984 mm-hmm. so so 70s well technically supposedly he did anyway don't worry we'll talk about that we won't so 70s and 80s i was junior high to high school and i remember him um the whole wrestling thing and yelling at i didn't at that time i didn't know who jerry the king lawler was but and thinking, gosh, this guy is a butt. Not realizing again now that you see the movie, this was what he did. This was his shtick, of of being characters, and so he started, you know, saying all these terrible things about women, and then he he wrestled this one woman, woman, and he fell in love with her. And they, I don't know if they really ever got married. Linmar. Gulius, I believe is her Lynn, Lynn Margolis or Lynn. Lynn is her first name for right. sure. Played by uh, Courtney Love. Yeah. Who I don't like Courtney Love. I don't think Courtney Love is a very talented person. I feel like she's a leech. Um But I thought she was very good. She in was movie. really, really good in this movie. Yes. Like really good. Um, which makes me so bummed out that I'm like, I love that I'm wrong. You know right. what I mean? I love that I'm wrong about about her in this movie because I, I wanted I wanted to be like the worst thing about this movie is Courtney Love, but she plays it so no, well. It, I have oh to my say, gosh! Honestly, there's nothing wrong with this movie, and the one thing that I like too again. I, I have one problem with it. Okay, well let me just finish. Jerry the King Lawler. Okay, so you know this because hello, you live with me and I'm your mom. I am a huge wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I have been a wrestling fan, and I'm not kidding. For people that don't seriously. know me, seriously, huge wrestling fan since 1984. You still watch wrestling? Uh, occasionally, not as much as not as, as much I as, used to yeah. because I'm busy and I have a life sometimes. But huge wrestling fan. So to watch it and see Jerry the King Lawler and Jr. Hey, did I ever tell you I saw him on an airplane? Yeah, you told me when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I did. It was uh, I was going to school in Shawnee, Oklahoma. So I would fly from Shawnee to Dallas to home. Mm-hmm. And I saw him get on a different flight um, from Dallas. And I totally wanted to shout at him, but I was, it was really far and that would have been weird. But um, anyway, <laughs> that was good. So then he, um, they start wrestling women and then he wants to go to Nash. No, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis. Sorry, Memphis. And then all of a sudden, Jerry the King Lawler says, hey, this is all a ruse. This isn't real. And then... He and Jerry... He, well, he calls out because... Uh, I almost called him Jim. Andy says, I'm going to wrestle a woman. And then Lynn's like, I'll wrestle you. And yeah, then... he says, I'll marry who if, if yeah. yeah, I'll marry you. But, um, and that's when Jerry the King Lawler's like, ooh, you're terrible. And this they is have fake. this big thing. Yeah, this is fake. This isn't real. Blah, blah, blah. And they keep going. And then they're on David Letterman. And it's just keep going. And it just keeps going. And... He, um, come to find out, it was all staged. It was all staged. All of it. Jerry the King Lawler and, and Andy Kaufman were, it was all planned by the, by the well, two of them. And what Jerry said too is like, like, uh, well, George is like, you guys should not work together anymore. And Jerry's like, hey, I, I honestly think this is one of the best things that happened to wrestling. Yeah. It got us a free promotion. 
Right. People are talking about wrestling, which is awesome. Like, it was yeah. a really cool thing. Yeah. So, and then it, it just, it continues. And then he gets cancer. Mm-hmm. And then Well, it's... I love that scene. Oh, my gosh. When he's telling him that they have cancer. And Bob is like, yeah, we can make this work. Like, we can do this. And then... And then Lynn's like, no. The whole time she's like, no, 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 no. And George is like, we're not going to say you have cancer. And he's like, guys, I'm, it's not a bit. Well, like, yeah, and he, he gets them all together at four in the morning. Because mm-hmm. George is like, you better have a good reason for getting here at four in the morning. So then it's cancer, and he wants to do one more show. And Carnegie Hall. And mm-hmm. it is this amazing show. But again, he plays on people's emotions. He brings this old lady who was in some movie. And then she collapses and you think she's dead. And it's not really. And they're kidding. But So the real Carnegie Hall show yes. did not happen at this point in his life. Happened earlier. Oh, it wasn't at the end? I think it was earlier. I don't know if the diagnosis has happened yet. Okay. It's one of those things that this was totally out of like uh, that old lady was actually his grandmother. In the uh, in the real Carnegie Hall, he goes. My grandma's here on stage. Grandma, grandma. Well, grandma passes out, and then they save grandma's life. But it was it wasn't his real grandma. Grandma takes her mask off. It's Robin Williams. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. You know. Yes, it was Robin. Robin Williams was sitting there on stage the entire show. What? But oh. that whole oh. shtick yeah. of having we could have used them for anything. Right. So there's this um there's this comedy thing called Oh Hello and okay. it's the comedians Nick Kroll and John Mulaney okay. and they're playing these two characters that are doing a they're doing a production and halfway through it they they actually get in a quote-unquote real argument and get in and start yelling at each other and Matthew Broderick is about to come in the door and they and they keep one of them keeps pointing Matthew Broderick is standing right outside that door and blah 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 and blah 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 and this is like it's about an hour and a half this is 45 minutes into it wow he's standing out there and blah blah and they get what the very end they leave throughout that door and Matthew Broderick was standing there the whole, like, not maybe not the whole time, right. but Matthew Broderick's like, do I come out yet? Or, and they're like, Here oh, <laughs> yeah. And so it's this whole thing of like, no, it's the buildup and the buildup of like, wait, what? Like, oh, see, and then there you go. So then he goes to the Philippines. Okay, now you had I to ex- Okay, you had to explain this to me because I had no idea. I still, when I was watching it, you were so, like, do you get it? Let me, let yeah. me just say. So there's like a miracle worker, man. Who's pulling the cancer out of people's bodies. Right. And it's Andy's turn. Mm-hmm. And they lay him on the table, and then he starts laughing. Yes, because Andy sees that the man washes hands, and he wipes his, dries his hands off, and Andy sees he sleight of hands a piece of chicken guts in his hand before he finishes drying them uh, off. And then Andy watches as the man kind of pours fake blood on his hand or whatever and reaches, quote-unquote, into Andy's stomach and pulls out the guts, and Andy is laying there laughing. Because the final joke is on him. Right. He was... finally got the joke played on him. That he really thought that he could stop it, and he couldn't. Like, they, like the joke was finally on Andy. Right. And that's, that was so impactful to me, and so, like, dang. Yeah, see, I, did, like, so I didn't get it the first time. I didn't get it the second time, and then you had to explain it to me. So, I know, I know you love this movie. I do not love it as much as you do. No, this movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But... I'm about done talking about it, but I know you have so much you want to talk about, well, which this, is great. This went on to, I mean, look at things like we talked about this a little bit, but like Sasha Baron Cohen. Absolutely. That's his whole shtick right. of getting a rise out of people. And I even showed you the show um, called yes. Nathan for You, 
which Nathan Fielder does not break character. No. But he's not like Andy. He's more just very monotone and mm-hmm. that he doesn't get it. But I showed you an episode where he – so his whole thing is he's trying to have, help these right. small businesses right. get better and it's kind of a parody of those kind of things. But he, like, gives this one company their frozen yogurt. He ma- he has them make poop-flavored ice cream. Right. And people come in and buy it, and it's not, like, labeled chocolate. It's labeled poop. They buy it, they cover it in sprinkles, and they get mad that they bought poop-flavored ice cream because it tastes like poop. And they all throw it away. <laughs> well, how do they know it tastes like poop? Who eats poop? But they, they literally right. go to a lab and, like, do all these, like, Ew. what do you think feces could taste like? And, and But so they do this whole thing. Gross. But it's his whole bit this is his bit yeah of like being like of not getting it they do this one thing where it's a small a guy running a small electronics store and he's trying to compete with stores like best buy right so there's this one thing where it's a free tv okay okay you can get this tv or you can't get it for free because you can get this tv for one dollar okay if you go in and it's just in the back you just got to go grab it okay but for first formal attire only you have to be wearing a tuxedo or a dress okay and then you have to go in a little doorway. Okay. And and there's a very small hallway. And okay. there's a TV at the other end of the hallway. Okay. And there's an alligator in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> so well, there if you can you go. go get the TV, you can buy it for a dollar. But so it gets people to come in. Right. But so it's this whole shtick of being so weird and out there and bizarre. Which definitely, that's Andy Kaufman. That was his yeah, whole Yeah, that's his goal. just being weird and yeah. being different but being innovative in it. And, and, well, other, and he knew. He knew he was doing that. Oh, yeah. Because that's he, what he said. I'm not a comedian. No. I don't tell jokes. I'm not funny. No. He, but he is he, pretty. He was pretty funny in his own right. Oh, yeah. No, I think he was hysterical. So. Like, he was, he was a genius. Well, but, so that's the whole thing is he, so the movie ends mm-hmm. with Andy Kaufman dying. Mm. But then it's a concert. Yes. And tone, and everyone's surrounding this limousine and you see somebody get out and there, is the bag over his head? Something's over his head. It's a bag over his head. It's like a paper bag. Right. And he gets out, and it's Tony Clifton. Right. And he sings, I Will Survive. Yes. But he's doing it in his whole Tony, I Will Survive, like his whole Tony Clifton. Right. And then everyone's cheering, and we see uh, Lynn and George in the crowd, and then yeah. we see Andy's family in the crowd, and then we see Bob. And it's like, wait a minute. Because we totally passed over one of my favorite parts. Right, where? Where this, it's a casino in Tahoe. Right. And they say, hey, we want, we want Tony. And George is like, you you're not getting Andy if you get Tony, like you you need to understand that you're booking Tony Clifton. You are not booking Andy. Yeah yeah yeah. We'll just take our chances. We'll we'll take our chance. We're, we're okay okay George wink wink wink. Um he's like all right. So it's this whole thing where it, it's Tony and everyone's like ha ha Andy Andy Andy. Well then Andy comes out on stage. Right. And then Tony like screams at him and throws water at him and Andy leaves. And and. Everyone just start booing. Yeah, people are mad because they thought they were watching Andy, but it's like, no, you bought a Tony ticket. Right. What did you think you were gonna see? Right. But so this whole thing of like, is Andy Kaufman? I know recently they threw a party for him. Andy. Andy Kaufman. If you're like Lynn, George, and Bob, Andy, if you're still here, it's your birthday, man. I think it was like it would have been his fiftieth birthday. They threw a fiftieth birthday party for Andy. That if you're still here, come on, man, because. They didn't. They they hinted at it a little bit in the movie. Okay. But one of his weird plots a couple times was to fake his own death. So there was always this like even when Bob is like, yeah, you can die and then come back to life. Like they got it. This was huh. a whole thing of Andy to be like, am I really here? Am I not here? And blah 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 blah. But then in two thousand three, a movie came out. Okay. Called The Room. By this guy, Tommy Wiseau, who I'm convinced that Tommy Wiseau is Andy Kaufman because this human being cannot exist. Oh, wow. 
But you know what I mean? That would be a weird thought. But the, yeah. This whole this Tommy Wiseau guy. He's, Hi, doggy. If you've never heard of Tommy Wiseau... Don't, or... don't bother. <laughs> he's, he's so crazy. Because Ruben decided one afternoon when I was taking a nap that he needed... <clears throat> excuse me. He needed to show me this guy. And he needed to show me this movie because they made... What movie just The Disaster out? Artist. The Disaster Artist. About the room. But it... Like, I'm like... Looking it up, I'm like, why does nobody, like, of all these weird theories on the right. internet, there are theories that all these people that this is a lizard and this person's really this person. No one thinks that Tommy Wiseau could just be Andy Kaufman. That's like, an interesting, well, because I think he would be a lot older right now. We don't even know how old Tommy Wiseau is. or where, Well, like, he's definitely older than me. Maybe. No, he is. But Because you can tell by his face. He <laughs> never has publicly said how old he is. Right. But he, no, we read it somewhere. No. We? No, he's from he, he's from Louisiana, from yeah. the Big Easy. That's yeah, how he says that. it. Yeah. So okay, so I would say. What do you give Man on the Moon? Pause. I watched the Jim and Andy documentary. It's yes. called Jim and Andy: The Great Beyond. With an because now Jim Jim carries a little cuckoo, yeah. Oh, a but, little. But, uh, what? I'm sorry, that's not. No, I no, no, no. I know way. what you mean, but it's like yeah, he's a little off now. But it's like it's kind of sad. Okay. Like because I I think it's just because everything is just. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that happened to Jim Carrey. Um, but so it's this documentary, and the only modern-day person talking uh-huh. is Jim Carrey now talking about this role. Okay. And every other footage is archival footage that they shot from behind the scenes that they were never allowed to release because Universal was afraid it would make him look like an a-hole. Like, he was not allowed to like show Jim this Jim Carrey looked yeah. like an a-hole? Absolutely. Oh, okay. But he pretty much stayed in character when he played the movie, didn't the he? The entire time. Wow. He was Andy. Wow. At one point, there's a stagehand that goes, "Hey, great working with you, Jim." And Jim Carrey looks at him. He goes, "Andy." Kind of, he's like, "I'm Andy." He goes, "Oh, oh, right. Sorry, Andy." He goes, "Yeah, but I'll tell Jim that you had a good time on on production, man." He's like, "Oh, thank, thanks, Andy." Like, at one point, Tony Clifton yes staggers into Amblin Entertainment. Okay. I want to make Steven Spielberg screaming. How he wants to talk to Steven Spielberg. Okay. And he wants to talk to him about the shark movie. Shark looks real. I loved it. It's a great movie. It's like the movie came out like 15 years ago at this point. But right. Like, or 20, 30 years ago. But like, so, but just constantly in a bunch of this footage, they're getting yelled at by security. You can't film here. You can't do that. Okay. Bye. Right. <laughs> um, huh. But no, so it's, it's crazy. But especially with the whole thing where, um, like, that's Jim Carrey's whole thing of, like, no, I'm going to become Andy. That's cool. Um, was, yeah, I saw parts of that, too. I liked that. There, there okay. are parts that are really rough, though. Like, Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll watch Andy's it. actual daughter uh-huh. spends two hours unrecorded talking to Jim Carrey as her dad because she, oh. she never met her dad. Oh. Little weird, right? Little weird. A lot of weird. Little, like, oh. That, so. that would be weird if you were dead. Yes. And, 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 like, your kid, who you never met, talked to somebody that was just impersonating you they don't that's know weird. how you really feel they don't know what that's really like yeah that's that's all right okay. what do you give it oh sorry that was some dead air <laughs> i was just uh, about to say the dead air is great no i was thinking that was my thinking nothing sound um i'm gonna say rent it you really? gotta see, you gotta see it and then then i think you should follow it up with that documentary on netflix mm-hmm so. This would be a really fun double, f- I'm going to say quad feature. Okay. This. Okay. Jim and Andy. Okay. The Room. Okay. Uh, disaster Artist. But because it 
in how Jim and Andy and the disaster artists are done, right. it really, like, Jim and Andy gives so much more detail on this movie and the behind the scenes of what really happened. Okay. But it even, like, for watching Taxi, right. like, to know that he hated being there was yeah. so interesting. Well, yeah, because when I, I saw Taxi as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and... You have no idea that he hates being there. No, because he was such, a, he was so popular. So, yeah, I say... I think you should watch it and do some some background yeah, on it. Yeah, but give it a, but that's what I mean. Is, is this is a really cool movie that really gives a lot of insight to yes. all this other stuff. Um, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Okay. All right, that's it. Bye, everybody. No, we have to talk about. Okay, so let's do. We have merchandise on Zazzle. Mm-hmm. We have Zazzle.com. Z a z z l e dot com slash k t m a show. Yeah, um, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash <laughs> I almost said Patreon. Patreon.com slash KTMA show. We have a Facebook. Facebook.com slash KTMA show. We have an email. KTMA show at gmail.com. And we do have one email this week. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm should gonna, we do it real quick? I'm gonna do I, it. But I wasn't done. Okay, well, we have a Twitter, it. so we find us on Twitter. We're at KTMA show on Twitter. Mom will eventually run our Twitter for a day. I'm going to run it forever. I'm going to run everything. <laughs> I'm going to be the boss. I'm the boss of all. You're the boss of all? I'm the boss of all. I am bossy. Does that yeah. count? Okay. okay. What's the email, Ruben? Well, hold on. So, Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yes. They're doing like this. You want to be an affiliate and get an affiliate link, and then you can get cool prizes and like merchandise and stuff if people buy tickets with your link. Okay. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So, I signed us up. Yes. Fine print. You have to have at least 1,000 followers on any social media. But like the things you can get... Are like you get one three day ticket if you like Aww. get a hundred points and it's like if I have a thousand followers on social media, right? That would also imply that my Patreon, if I have such, is probably doing pretty good. Exactly. I don't really need, need a, a free ticket. No, like that's I, lame. Um, Sorry, Silicon Valley. I mean, that's we'll lame. probably end up going. You're but, going. Uh, you're gonna go. I'm not um, gonna go. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, this email is from Aaron. Oh, how do we or, spell it? Or well, it says it's 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 well you're stuttering signed there. off. Yeah, I have a bad stutter. It's signed off Duddy, so it's from Duddy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, hi, Ruben and Don. I came to your show from Wizard and the Bruiser, and have Yay! to say I really love your normal people take on movies. I absolutely adore Don. Yeah. Uh, she is such a good, lighthearted part to the show, and you got, uh, you don't get enough of that in podcasts these days. I wanted to offer up a theme for an upcoming show. Okay. And that, okay. So I get really excited. And that would be, now that's more like it. Most cases, the sequels don't live up to the first movie. But for this theme, pick a movie where the sequel is better. If you want to get crazy, don't pick Terminator 2. Because we all know that's everyone's first choice for this category. He's not wrong. Or she, it, yeah. I was going to say, is, it, is Aaron a... I'm is not it, sure. So Aaron. Aaron. Because we don't know. Because we don't want to uh, be rude. Thanks, guys. Love the show from here in Ohio. Keep up the good work. Oh, Ohio. I've been to Ohio. Why? I was a summer missionary in my 20s for six weeks in Ohio, and then I went to a teacher conference, and I got to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I remember that. So cool. And you couldn't take pictures, but now you can. Oh, well, then I have to go back, because it was awesome. I cried. I literally cried. It was the most Why awesome. Why did you cry at? Because it was amazing. Just to see all the stuff. Cause because I think music. you and I both are big history. That kind of like, this is like, even yeah. if it's like... Look, Tom Petty wrote this note like 30 years it's ago. Still it's still cool. cool. It's still a really it's cool still thing. Cool to see all the stuff. Like that person so. did this thing and here's a not a copy. No, here's there here's it is. Jimi Hendrix wrote this. Just to be in there was, was incredible. Yeah. All right, so Aaron, I love the theme and I have That's to, a great theme. I have to tell you 
Terminator 2 would not have been my choice because <laughs> you mentioned, Ruben, you mentioned the theme to me and I was like, uh. And then, and then I was saying all the movies that totally fit that category. Yeah, and you were I don't like, remember us. I mean, one, one's kind of obvious. Oh, well, let's not do it. Because we'll do it on another episode. Yeah. Because now it's, is it time for my favorite part? Yeah. I'm very excited about this one. Me too. Because this will officially be, if it goes up in exactly seven days. Yes. This will be the last episode of 2017. Yeah, we'll make sure that it is. Yeah, well, seven days is next Saturday. Right. These normally just... go up on Saturdays. That's the 30th. Right. Um, so, with that, we're going to be doing... Uh, a theme that did come in an email recently, yes, which was still in theaters, which is so great because I'm off next week, so yes. I have time to go to the movies. To and just I feel get like too. I feel like this is a this is a theme that we can always bring up. You yep. know what I mean? We yep. can always redo this theme because yes. this will constantly change. Be changing, yes, because um, you know, Mamma Mia Two is coming out in the summer. Okay, okay. Does that go in your theme? <laughs> okay, pause. We got to talk about Mamma Mia Two. Okay, just for a second. One second or two seconds, whatever. Mamma Mia Two seconds. Why? I don't My know. My mom you too. We don't need it. What? I of saw the I saw the little commercial and I thought, nope, I don't need it. Of every of every good movie. Right. Well, we got mom Mia too. It's ten need years mom later. Too. No, we don't need it. Cher playing Meryl Streep's mom though. It's pretty funny. That's pretty good. It's good. Well, okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm excited because you know it's my favorite part. This is this is um, so. What we're gonna try and do is a top five movies of 2017. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, but we're we are. all so it's gonna be a little bit of a, a longer episode, sorry. A, a bigger. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, people who choose to listen to this by their own free will. Sorry, you have to listen to us talk for longer. Such a bummer that something you're choosing to do and something that you enjoy. There's more of it. I'm sorry. No, there you go. Sorry, I didn't read it that way. But anyway, um, but so so we're doing top five movies of 2017, yes. which. According uh, if, to us. According to us. So if you listen to that music bonus episode where it was like, well, I made you listen to this, we're not going to make each other watch those movies. Nope, it's going to be, what was your number five, why, what was your number five, why, sure. boom, 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 boom. Sounds I don't good. know what order we'll do it in. We might do the regular episode and then cap it off. However with the, you want to do Yeah, it. we'll You're figure it out next week. But next week we're doing Still in Theaters. Yes. And Ruben is going to watch Ferdinand the Bull. Man, you did not wait for any, like... Nope. I couldn't wait. I'm watching was... Ferdinand the Bull, uh-huh. which is a movie about an animated bull starring John Cena. Which is so weird. But I, it is based on the children's book. Right? It's based on a children's book. And I love this story, which I think is a really, really old story. Like yeah, it's probably public domain. That's why they did it. 30s or 40s. Yeah. That old. Or I have to look because we, we have it at school. I have mm-hmm. to look at the. But I know it's definitely older than me. So, And I get to watch. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I almost changed this last minute because I thought okay, it was really ahead. funny. No. Because you know what I would have changed it to. That's okay. I would have seen that one, too. Oh, no, I'm not hi, watching that hi, one. Hi, doggy. I'm not watching that one. <laughs> no, because Ruben won't know. All right. Oh, hi, Mark. No, that's the disaster artist. I do not want to see that. I do not want to. <laughs> Ruben keeps teasing me saying he's going to ask that guy to be on our show. Wouldn't I already did. You? I did it on Twitter, and he didn't respond. So. Oh, good enough. Um, I'm going to watch. What am I watching, Ruben? Star Wars The Last Jedi. Don't, no, no. And you have to stay awake. No, because it's very important. It's a very good movie. And is Kylo Ren in it? Yeah, Kylo Ren's in it. Is he? <coughs> Anyone? Uh, I mean, a little bit, yeah. Oh, good. Then I'll watch it. Um, but, okay, so here's the whole thing with this movie, especially why I'm having you watch it. Okay. It's a great movie. Well, I think You love I, Star Wars. I don't love it as much as you do. I think it's great. But, right. like, some people are like, this isn't the movie I wanted it to be, so it's bad. <laughs> like, but that's the whole, right. there's I, all this stupid. I saw but, your little thing about I, it on Facebook. Which I'm not one of those Facebook ranters. You I'm kind really. Of are. Mm. Kind of are. But if I post anything on Facebook, it's like, look at funny article. Right. Look at funny this. It's not like, hey, maybe calm down. 
Right. Like, I, I called out a bunch of people. Right. Because it it's this whole, like, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go, so it's bad. And it's like, that's not... that that Because you don't like something, that doesn't mean it's bad. Well, no, in your opinion. It, people, especially in this whole age of fan service, people are confusing fact and opinion. Right. It's, ooh, that's a great point, Ruben. That was great. I like that. Something is not bad because you don't like it. It's you just can, your opinion. Yeah, you cannot like something because it's bad, but... It, just because you don't like it doesn't make it horrible. Like right. Some people are like, well, well, this this didn't happen, and I thought we were going to get more of this. And it's like, well, we you didn't. didn't, because you didn't write it. Yeah, exactly. So that I do want to see you see that just because of what's okay. really happening. People are like bombarding this poor director with like, you made a bad movie. Well, you should never be. People are like signing a petition to try and get it erased from Star Wars canon. Yeah, just leave it. Get over it's it. <laughs> Get um, over it. All right, it. so I'm going to... What's it called? Star Wars The Last Jedi. All right, well, I'm going to see that. I'm also going to see, since I have this week off, minus one day, um, I'm going to see both of the movies. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if you and I can go together, because we're both kind of... You're busier than I am I mean, I'm week. just going to see Star Wars a bunch of... Uh, man, I have to watch... I mean, I will probably watch Star Wars again. Right. You know when you should see Ferdinand the Bull? When? At night. Yeah, I'll probably. Go. Well, it's not oh. playing. It's not playing at the theater right by our house. It's only playing at Oak Ridge. Forget it. I'm not going. <laughs> you, you have. You, I know. You, you I have know. to. We can't be like, what was Ferdinand about? Just... I don't know. I didn't watch it because it was too far from my house. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. No. I maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, sorry. I'm just having this little private conversation That's with myself. Fine. Uh, well, and also, so I'm probably going to be putting up the uh, survey sometime okay. this week. I like it. Or maybe even today when this episode goes live. But it'll be a survey of what do you think the best episode of the year was. Oh, I love that. I hope everybody gives us, a, us an opinion. I think that would be what really was your fun. Fa- what was your favorite episode? My favorite episode would have to be, was it last week? We talked about this. When I accidentally watched the unedited <laughs> director's cut of Sin City. I yeah. forgot the name of it. Sin City went, ooh, that was yucky. And it was only because I was a cheapskate and had to go with free. You know, that gets me every time. I am a cheapskate. I think for me, it was the Plains episode. I was just going to say, that the, would be my the, second favorite, was you and your ginormous rant. Of, and it, it got a lot of listens. It's it's one that people, which is so sad, that of this little podcast, like, the people, the, the episode that people really like to listen to is an adult man get real mad about Plains. There you go. But um, it's good. So, and wanted to kind of plug... That if you're a Patreon, don't forget, you can listen to me um, read The Night Before Christmas. Yeah, it's a it's really fun. We had a lot of people, a lot being a couple, but we <laughs> we had people that were like, this sounds great, This the audio quality is awesome, this it is super fun. It was so fun for me to do. It was a really, I'm really proud of it. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, so yeah, it's mom, I, I wanted to, to put up a legitimate version and then like a, a, a Ruben version. Because at one point, it's like, and then Santa Claus crashed on the lawn. And I just wanted to have it, like, your audio cut out. And then just, like, four and a half minutes of just, like, blah, blah, blah. help me, help me. Nice. Real nice. All right, when we get week, uh, next week. Yeah, you're all what we, uh. Mom will be watching Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yes, I will. And I will be watching for, oh, I'm, I already know what we're going to call it. Ferdinand The, the Last, Last Jedi? Bu- Ferdinand The Last Bull. Oh, I like it. Or well, star, yes, Star Wars, Fur to Wars, the Last Bull. That's funny. The, All right, not as funny, but that's right, much better. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.